welcome into Beast Coast Radio. I am Tony, and I am Beast Coast Twenty One on Twitter. And this is podcast number two. Preseason has concluded, and I have some shitty notes. And I'm going to talk about how excited I am for the season. The NHL has actually started. Um, this is Wednesday. Last night, I watched the Crackies come back from three zero down. That was fun. Um, and that goal. Uh, that Vegas scored to make it 4-3. That was a fucking kick and a half. That was bullshit. But um, I was happy. I took uh, Seattle plus one and a half there. Because, you know, it was, it was actually a sweet deal. It was like minus 110. And then I took uh, the over, which hit, of course. Because it was a fucking awesome game. I mean, and I am such a fan of this ESPN stuff. Uh, that was a great broadcast, but I'm more excited for TNT. Uh, I think TNT is going to be even better. You know, it's going to have that NBC feel in the play-by-play, which I like. But in the then in the broadcast booth, it's going to be fucking Biz Nasty, Wayne Gretzky, some other guys. Uh, I don't fully know it. I just know I listen to Chicklets, and I like Biz. I like them all out there. Fucking love Dare. Um, yeah, actually, I should probably start listening to that again now that the season started back up. Still been listening to a lot of... Uh, Apartment taking stuff. Definitely not this show because it fucking sucks. Um, anyways, let's get into the Bruins now. This is a Bruins podcast. Okay, so for preseason notes. Um, first of all, I think I'm going to work backwards to front here. Um, Chris Wagner and John Moore left on waivers unclaimed. And I think that was to be expected. Uh, at first, I was like kind of freaking out because I don't fucking fully know the waiver system. And I was like, hold on. Anyone can just take him. But it was like, oh, if they take him, then I think we get, like, compensatory draft picks or something. And it's like uh, a whole bunch of bullshit. But also then I thought about it. I was like, oh, Wagner and uh, John Moore kind of have, like, sneaky, unfavorable contracts for, like, a team that just wants to, you know. They could just sign, like, like Pittsburgh did. So they signed Prine Boyle for $750,000. They could just do that instead of signing... Wagner's contract or John Moore's contract is like three mil a year, so it's like why would they do that? Um, John Moore had a good preseason though. Um, oh, I wrote that's in that's in the notes. Um, yeah, moving right along. Actually, fuck talking about John Moore right now. We are going to talk about Jack Stud Nika. He is going to start the season for the Providence Bees, and I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I you know. Found out the news. I, I thought this was going to happen. Um, initially, I was a little, like, oh, like, kind of sad. I was like, oh, it would be kind of cool if he was, like, there. You know, fucking Antoine Bleed got in over him, which, like, you know, credit to him. He had a pretty good preseason, too. But, like, as far as, you know, you, you think about it, and it's like, well, he could have subbed in there. But it's like, no, no. Tony, this is my dumb brain that's like, you put on 15 pounds, you scored like three or four goals in the preseason. It's like, no. He needs to be a third line or above center instead of a fourth line right right winger, you know? And you can just call him up if someone gets hurt. Like, it's that easy. So I, I'm a fan. You know, he doesn't have to be skating with the uh, team and not playing. I'd rather him be, you know, skating with the young guys down Cam Hughes and all them, and then we'll probably end up seeing him um, on the first line in Providence, and I, I'm, you know, he looked really good, so he looked really good against the guys out there. Um, getting right into it, um, so Jack Stadnika, he scored 
in what three? Well, we lost three games in overtime. That's right. Well, I'll get an overtime. So Jack Studnika, uh, I really think um, he'll be called up as soon as I. I, I think once you know uh, we lose a center, um, I think uh, Hall or maybe like if Hall underperforms, we didn't see too much of him. But he he was also a pretty good pickup for us in the off season. So it's like. Kind of going to be almost, is Cassidy going to, like, favor the Hala contract? Like, the same thing with Omar. Is he going to favor the Omar contract over, like, you know, the young talent of um, Swagman? So, we'll see. Um, moving along. Uh, so, the Bruins played the Rangers twice. Win and loss. Uh, we beat the Flyers on um, TNT broadcast. That was really fun. That was a great game. Full of penalties. I watched that one live. I didn't... Uh, the other ones I watched some highlights on. Um, yeah, and so that's right. Joel Farabee scored two goals on us. But, yeah, that was, that was, there was a bunch of power plays in that game. Too. I guess they're assessing this uh, cross-checking thing. They, and I, I watching last night's Kraken versus, Fly, uh, versus um, sorry, Vegas game, it was like, all right, like it, they, they clearly were trying to make a point of it in the preseason and then to kind of let them play because, you know, Marcus Johansson got, like, I don't know if anyone watched that, decked, absolutely decked in the corner later late in that game, and it was like, well, where's the penalty, you know? Like, because they just, I just got used to it in the preseason. They are calling all these chintzy things. But, yeah, one note about the Pfizer's Bruins game a couple weeks ago. Uh, hilariously, Brandon Carlos sniped from like the uh, top of the circle or something. It was insane. It was it was hilarious. Anyways, moving along, moving along. So, starting goaltender on Saturday is what I want to talk about now. So we got the um, Dallas Stars coming up, coming into town, into the Bean. For some reason, we're not starting until Saturday, and then we don't have another game until I think Thursday. It's like. They they're giving us like a weird spaced out schedule, and I saw uh, Ty Anderson tweet like in April though we have 15 games in 28 days, which I don't mind, but like you know it's still not not good for the boys. Yeah, play Saturday and then we play Wednesday. So um, Saturday against Dallas. Dallas is a good team, but um, you know I don't really know what to think of it uh, when it comes to starting the NHL season. I know like all these you know, gambling stuff, like you know they all predict the top four teams, but like. When it comes down to it, you know, you can't really, like, like there's always a team that emerges that you can't predict, and there's always teams that falter. Like, last year, like, the Flyers, like, like they started out, like, real hot. They're right behind us, starting out real hot, and then they just fell apart, and then the Rangers picked it up at the end of the year. You look at, like, the Canadians. So, I don't know what, what to really think about the entry, and I'm not going to get into it. I'm not making any futures bets. Uh, I'm not a big fan of those because I suck at them. Um, Yeah, so... Talking about starting goaltend, Linus Olmark did not look great, um, but it was preseason. You know, it's like that's the easiest thing about preseason. It's the same thing in the NFL. I'm going off babbling about Jackson Nico looking good, but Linus Olmark looks bad. I'm just like, well, just preseason. He's not going to rust off. (laughs) Whereas Swayman looked pretty good. Um, I think Swayman will get the start on Saturday, though. I think Cassidy's going to make a point, make a point to say, hey, this is about earning the um the right between the pipes. It's not about paying for getting paid to be between the pipes, you know. Swayman's still on that Providence contract, but I think we'll see him there. He's coming off that great rookie season and he's showing off again in preseason. 
And I think this is great because, you know, then Olmark will have to work it up. And it's not like he's just getting going to ride the bench. Like, we know we're going to play two goaltenders. So it's like, okay, if Olmark doesn't start against Dallas, well, it just makes the statement that, you know, Swayman's our number one. But, Olmark, you're still going to be playing on Wednesday against Philly and then probably on Sunday against the Shockies. So, yep. It looks good, looks good. Um, and some more last-second preseason notes. I thought Taylor Hall looked great in that one game that he had with Charlie Coyle and Craig Smith. And there's definitely some chemistry there. Uh, definitely have to see how it unfolds on Saturday, but I'm excited about that. That second line is going to be something to watch, man. Wow, they are going to be fun. And it's going to suck without David Krejci, but I thought Charlie Coyle looked way better. In the, it's one preseason, but he looked way better. He's making plays out there. You know, he, he couldn't find the puck in the chance of Barry, but he looked fast on that one break he had with Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall, getting creative and skillful as ever, as you can expect. Um, so, yeah, moving right along into the season. Um, we got on Friday, uh, not tomorrow, but on Friday the 22nd, we got Buffalo in Buffalo. So, um Taylor Hall reunion should be fun. Um, <laughs> they got to get the tribute video out in Buffalo for Taylor Hall and Curtis Lazar. <laughs> Speaking of Curtis Lazar, he is out um, with an upper body injury. Uh, he's wearing a hilarious shirt in the team Twitter post. Yeah. Um, anyways, let's think here. Charlie McAvoy looked great. Speaking of defense, Charlie McAvoy looked great. Carlo looked great. Um, oh, and it looks like Derek Forbert is going to be playing with Charlie McAvoy in number one, which I do not like. Um, that's my one criticism. Uh, it's like, hey, just, you know, let's let Grizz and McAvoy play together. Right? Like, even here, like, I had, like, all right, let McAvoy play with, you know, uh, either Grizzick or Mike Riley, and I didn't even have Forbert in the conversation just because, like, he... You know, he's got the skill of a, a third third line. Like, I, like, maybe not the skill of a third liner defensively. He's a stand-up defenseman. He's great. But, like, you look at his analytic numbers on Fresh, and it's like, all right, like, he is never going to ever tell you a shot and goal or fucking even an assist. Jesus. Yeah, he's going to be like, it's like Brandon Carlo. You know, you don't expect him to, like, you know, score goals, like, from the top of the hash like he did against Philly, but, um, I, and, like, so it's now, it's like, okay, compare Brandon Carlo straight up to Jerry Forbert, obviously, you're gonna put Carlo above Forbert, so then, why is Forbert on top there, you know, and, like, obviously, Carlo's a right defenseman, but I just mean as in, like, well, let's put Grizzlick or Mike Riley up there, <sighs> and it, also, other news about Charlie McAvoy, leaving this Derek Forbert into the loan because um, we'll get back to it next week, um, see how it unfolds. Um, Charlie McAvoy is playing Power Play 1 this year. Looks like he's going to stay up there. Obviously, things are going to get jumbled around, but I am fucking excited to see Charlie McAvoy, Charlie McAvoy, Charlie McAvoy, Charlie McAvoy. He has been like one of the best offensive defensemen there is. Now he can shoot. I remember two years ago I made the I railed on him because I fucking thought he every time he takes a shot and it was true every time he took a shot it was straight into the skates of the guy standing in front of him trying to block it. It was like actually one of the most brutal things of all time. 
more of the most, oh my god, you just fucking, you tee it up from the center of the dot, I mean, center of the blue line, and just wait there for like 30 seconds, and then tee it up straight off the skates and out, like, it, that's why it wasn't on the power play, you wonder why, but now, the new and improved Charlie, Norris winning Charlie McAvoy, soon to be, um, alrighty, move into what I think is fun. J Fresh player cards. Um, okay, so one thing that uh, I've noticed, and this is this is going to be a recurring thing. Uh, we are going to be checking in on Nick Ritchie throughout the year. And Nick Ritchie doesn't have the worst player card. I'm going to type it in right now. Nick Ritchie is actually pretty good. Some might say very good. Okay. He has a season the 71st percentile for offense over the last three years. And last year, his war percentile, right? Wins above replacement. Was 75% across all stats. <laughs> all stats. He scored two goals for um the Maple Leafs. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I miss this dude so much. That's gonna be I'm um, that's gonna be a recurring thing, the Nick Ritchie moment or minute maybe. I don't know. Checking in on Nick Ritchie. Scored two goals in that one game for uh one preseason game for the Maple Leafs. Anyways, so yeah, that's basically all I got for the Bruins. It's preseason, you know. Um, let's see here. Last last notes, um DeBrusque is really good at shootouts. He scored like on I think it was three for three in shootouts in the preseason, which was funny. Because he he was he's always been good at those. It's kind of crazy. I I'm rooting for DeBrusque. I, I don't think he turns it around this year though. Um, he did score a couple bingos in uh, preseason though. So Fabian Lysel. Oh, I forgot to talk about him. Obviously, you know he wasn't going to um, be on the team, but uh, Lysel's fucking. He, he looked pretty. He's, he got a nice assist uh, to Jack Stonika against the Rangers. I mean, this kid. Good kid play. He's now he's going off to Vancouver to play for juniors. And I think he'll be on the team next year. I really do. Uh one year in juniors. Toughen him up. He's 18 years old. Um he looked really skinny out there. He uh definitely could eat a couple sandwiches. Uh other than that, though, um definitely has a high ceiling. What can you expect? Uh it was fun watching him out there though in the first couple games. Um and let's see. Uh Trent Frederick and Nozick together is pretty fun. Uh, as far as like you know, hard hitting and forechecking, uh, not too much <laughs> statistical stuff to talk about there. But um, and uh, let's see. Um, yeah, I I think um, uh, Lazar too is going to play well on the PK. He's going to be filling in that Sean Corrali role. I think I mentioned that uh, a couple weeks ago. But um, now that he's out, I don't. I, who will be stepping into that role now? I think about it. Uh, maybe Nosek. Probably not. Definitely not Frederick. But I think Nosek could step into there. But I definitely liked Lazar in the PK. It was pretty good. Um, yeah. So that's about it. Um, moving forward to tonight, we have the Rangers. Uh, I believe hosting the Capitals. I can check in on that. Um, but yeah, Ryan Reeves is available to play too after a. Um, after 
like getting slew foot by uh, PK Subban. Like everyone's seen that already, not by now. But like, geez, like of course PK Subban still up to the slew foots. Um, but I'm just glad he's okay. I mean, it definitely wasn't like intentional to hurt, but he was definitely trying to like you know stick his foot under there and trip him up. So, but Ryan Reeves is wicked tough. Like the fact that he's playing tonight is insane, and it should be fun because. We're definitely gonna see a Tom Wilson Ryan Reeves fight, but are we gonna see like you know a little brawl fest? Maybe a little brawl fest. Panarin back on the ice against the Capitals. I mean, should be fun. Uh, so that's the game I'm gonna be watching. Um, I don't know who I'm gonna take in that game. I, I might not even bet on it. Uh, it's tough to tell because like the Rangers have all this anticipation coming into the into the year, and it's like well. Are the Rangers going to be the Rangers? Are they just going to, you know, crumble under pressure this year? Like, who knows? Um, and finally, um, some predictions that I have. Um, I saw this hot take on Twitter. Now I'm jumping on it. It was a Shukri Wright's take. The Toronto Maple Leafs will not make the playoffs. And I have no idea why. But I was like, oh, that's a great take. It's just a fun take to hop on. It's like fuck it, fuck it. Um, I reasons reasons why they will make the playoffs. Um, because they took Nick Ritchie from my Boston Bruins. That's why. And um, Ryan Donato is gonna have like fifty goals because he's on he's on pace for eighty two goals right now. <laughs> Ryan Donato looked really good last night for the Kraken. Um, and as far as anything else, um. See, oh, and the uh, lightning suck. Lightning are making the playoffs. Uh, let's just say, um, let's 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 take a look at the Atlantic Division. So, um, I definitely, I, I I'll take the Florida Panthers uh, making the playoffs. Sorry, I'm gonna have the Bruins winning the division. But I'll take the Florida Panthers in the Atlantic. Um, take us, us Panthers. Oh Tony D oh Tony D'Angelo's on the Hurricanes now. Yep, gotta throw the Hurricanes in there. Third. Um and uh the Buffalo Sabres in sneaking in the wild card spot. <laughs> yeah, they'll sneak they'll still snip in there and they'll be and Sean Corrales is gonna lead the team. Uh, absolute disgrace that he didn't get the captaincy over there in Columbus. Um hometown kid. Should have got the shouldn't got the big C. Should have got to see here if he had stayed. Uh, wasn't his fault though. He got signed by them. Um, yeah, and as far and I hope the New York Rangers um, never name a name a captain, and they have to like steer into the skid. I hope they like um, at some point this year just have a game where every single player has an has an assistant captaincy. That'd be pretty awesome. Um, as far as the Bruins go. Um, Oh wait, I think there is another assistant captaincy that the Bruins have to give out. Um, yeah, from David Krejci. Hopefully, they give it to. Um, eh, there's no one really funny on the Bruins anymore. <laughs> Hopefully, they give it to Thomas Nosek. Uh, no, but in reality, it's probably just gonna go to Marchand or um, who's like who basically wore an A last year. Um, did he just wear it full time last year? Trying to think. Um. Oh yeah, he did wear it full time last year. All right, so then it's uh probably gonna go to, um I saw I read a Ty Anderson article on it. Uh, I think it he said um Brandon Carlo. He's been with the team since fucking, twenty sixteen. He was 
rookie that year. He laid out Alexander Ovechkin. I loved him ever since. Um, all right, that's the pod. Um, not much to talk about. Uh, yeah, it was a fun preseason. It's all about Jack Stanika, but now he's not on the team, so you know, I'm not gonna rave about preseason stats. Gained 15 pounds again. Gained 15 pounds in the offseason. Gained 15 pounds in the offseason. Just gonna, we're gonna hear that all year. Even down in Providence, we're gonna hear that all year. Oh, that's actually gonna be fucking brutal. That's gonna be a nightmare. The first primetime game we play with Jackson Nika called up. Um, gonna hear Brian Boucher say it like 60 times. Should be amazing. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, I think I'm gonna start doing these maybe once a week. Um, I like recording on these Wednesdays, so uh, probably going to be uh, Thursday drops from now on. For all zero of you, thank you. Um, it's not about me. It's about you guys. Um, and please keep not listening. Um, thank you, guys. Uh, it really, really helps. With It really helps with the uh, sponsorship. Uh, let, let's actually read an ad right now. Um, this uh, This episode of Beast Coast Radio is brought to you by Equate nighttime cold and flu severe. Equate nighttime cold and flu severe. Uh, gives you a nice little buzz before bed. Um, you got the sniffies. Well, it doesn't matter. You're sleeping for 12 hours, missing all your classes, and waking up in the emergency room because you drank four ounces too much of it because the letters and uh, printed on it are too small to read. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. See, like, look, if I, I'm taking on my magnifying glass right now. See overdose warning. Oh, so it doesn't give you an overdose warning on it. It's just it says see it, and then there is no overdose warning. It maybe it's hidden somewhere. Warnings. Okay, this is terrible radio. That's the ad. That's the pod. Um, thank you, uh, to all zero of you. God bless. Good night. Um, and uh, go bees.